0: This is Self-Guided, the podcast for real self-empowerment, where I share the wisdom that I've collected as a feminine embodiment coach. It's everything that's helped me and my clients get off the addictive cycle of finding a flop within yourself to fix, and instead, step into radical self-acceptance. Because honestly, we were never broken. Please enjoy Hello, and welcome to the eighth episode of season one of Self-Guided, how to know if a body image reset could be for you. First, I want to start with a disclaimer. I find that this disclaimer is really important. It puts us on the same page about this topic and how I'm presenting this topic, and it allows an agreement of sorts between you and myself. So first, I want to say that absolute statements like this one lack nuance and depth. I want you to know that because what I share often is an an absolute statement, but they are observations that I've made and I offer them to you as something to reflect on for yourself. Only you know if a statement that I make describes you and if it's also true for you that it's an indication that a body image reset could be for you. Second, this can be a very serious topic, and I'm approaching it trusting that if this sparks inside of you the realization that you might need further assistance, that you reach out for it with the professionals that would be best suited to lend additional support. As coaches, sometimes it is believed that we can help you with everything. There is a limit. And this is a podcast. Some of you may realize with these questions that I posed today that you do require more help than what a coach can do or listening to this podcast and following along and answering the questions. So make sure that you support yourself however you need. Here's what to expect on today's podcast. I'll start by answering the question, how to know if a body image reset could be for you, and then I'll share some options that are available to you so that you are never left with, you know, identifying something that you wish to explore, but not knowing where to start. Let's begin with some of the more obvious ways to know that you may be a candidate for a body image reset. And that's by noticing what you say to yourself about your body. Those are going to be your thoughts, your beliefs, and your mindset. You might even just hear it when you speak to somebody else about your body. That's also possible. And you'll hear yourself think mean thoughts, nasty thoughts about your body. You might even hear yourself think this thought, All right, It just kind of goes through your mind, and I'll give you an example soon. And as soon as you hear it, you kind of shoo it, like shoo it away. You shoo it away really, really fast so that you don't actually look at it, and it just kind of stays in your brain, and it repeats itself. Whenever you're in a similar situation or whenever you're thinking about your body or you look in the mirror and you see your body and the first thought is going to be that sort of nasty, not very pleasant, sometimes even a bullying voice inside of your mind. You'll notice having a lot of thoughts that start with, I am too this or I am not enough this. For example, I am too tall to wear the heels that I want to Where, or my hips are too big, or my lips aren't full enough. Your thoughts may also be very categorical type of thinking, such as I'm stumpy, I'm curvy, right? And sometimes there's not that too, but there's that implicit that when I say I'm curvy, what I really mean is I'm too curvy, right? Does that ring a bell to any of you? Have you noticed your brain just on its own volition, say this about your body. The next layer to this is that whatever you're looking at, like that you're thinking about when it comes to your body, you believe that it is preventing you from something in your life or forcing you because you think it's a problem. So for example, my thighs touching prevent me from wearing the swimsuit or outfit I would wear if they weren't touching. I would do these brilliant embodiment exercises that I hear about. They sound so great, but I can't do it because my body won't let me. The flip side of that would be thinking that your body's making you do something, right? So here we're thinking that because your thighs touch, it means I have to do extra leg workouts at the gym. Or thinking that your legs, right? That you're the shape of your legs and the fact that they touch makes you need to go extra hard at the gym to get rid of them. In the end, there's always this idea, whether it's said or not, conscious or not, that only if then will I be allowed to like my body, and have good thoughts about my body. Going back to thighs, one of mine for a very long time was, if I could get rid of my chunky thighs and stretch marks, then I would go swimming with the kids and our friends. Until then, no beach for me. And the worst part is that no matter where I looked, at least for a very long time, I would find evidence that my thinking was accurate in magazines and blog posts. So if you're not sure how you think of your body, I invite you to play word association with me. I'm going to say a couple of things and just think of the first thing that pops up, all right? So let's begin. When I say body, your body, what comes up for you? When I say face, your face comes up for you. What about when I say thighs or butt? What comes up for you then? When I say go dance in public with people watching, what's the first thing that comes up for you? Hmm. So is there room for more kindness in any of the words or sentences that came up for you? in this little word association game. Are you able to shift into a little bit more kindness or is that difficult? If it's challenging, that can be an indication that you could use a body imagery set. Okay, let's shake that off a little bit. I know it can be a little bit triggering. So if you felt wired up or if you felt sad, I invite you to take a breath and hold it and release. So take a breath, hold, release fully. Okay, this will have helped you just to reset just a little bit because I know this topic is sensitive. And you've heard me say this before and I'll say it again. There's nothing wrong with you if by this game that I just played with you, things came up. Nothing's wrong with you at all. That doesn't mean we can't explore it and work with it. So here's, I was about to say, let's go to the less obvious ways to know, but it just dawned on me that the truth is, for some people, your thinking will be what's most obvious, and for others, it would be what's less obvious. And so let's take those terms with a grain of salt here as well, because now I want to talk about your actions. Because for a lot of people, we just are not really aware of what's going on in our brains, but we do know what we do and what we don't do. But that doesn't mean it's because it's outward expression that it's more obvious. For some people, that's also less obvious. So let me just give you some examples. I think that'll clear that up. For example, are you somebody who, whenever you do get ready... And you finally land on an uh, outfit that you like, you put it on and you make sure that it hides all of those pesky parts you don't like. Or you make sure that you're following all of the prescribed ways of wearing things. And when you then find yourself out and about in the world, that you are constantly pulling at your clothes. Or your shoes, or whatever it is, right? That you have a discomfort about, and you're constantly readjusting and checking the mirror. And am I okay? Does this look okay? That's definitely one little trick to pick up on if you notice yourself doing that. Let's do a couple more what you do and what you don't do type of examples. Are you perhaps over focusing on your body? Or are you perhaps the other end of the spectrum ignoring your body? entirely. What you do and how you treat your body has a direct correlation with how you think about it. So that's your body image. Let's dive into some examples. To overfocus means that you do something like you vow to do better when it comes to your body. Be better. And maybe like me, you start looking up the best foods to eat based on your blood type maybe. You look up your best workout routines for your body shape, maybe. You find yourself following your perfect plan to the point of almost burnout. Basically being uber strict with yourself, being really careful here that I'm not talking to the point that you might need additional help that is beyond the scope of this podcast or help that I can provide. So I trust that you can tell where that line is when I say being super strict with yourself. On the other end of that spectrum, you might have decided, maybe even on purpose, maybe not, right? So maybe it's a conscious decision, maybe it's an unconscious decision, that it's better to not think about your body at all. This might be you if you've thrown yourself into another area of your life to keep your attention and focus on an area that hurts less when you think about it. So, for example, you've decided to put all of your attention on your business and you become a really, really good business person. Or you've put all of your attention on taking care of the kids. You become really, really good at that. But whenever you think about your body, you're like, man, not important, not thinking about it. I'm going to bring in the Enneagram for a minute here because I think it's super fun here. My habit of attention is towards improvement. And I certainly overfocused on my body at times when I tried all of the things to improve my body. So that would maybe, maybe one day like it a little. So if you know that I'm a one, you also Maybe know the other name we call the Enneagram 1, and one of those names is the moral perfectionist. So for me, my narrative here was not just get a better body, but do it from what I consider to be a more moral place. And I say moral with quotation marks here. So for me, it was looking up heart-healthy foods instead of looking up how to have a flat stomach. Because I deemed somehow that one was more moral than the other. No such thing. That's totally what I was doing. I am being really raw, really honest here, so that you can recognize if it applies to you, especially if you're an Enneagram 1 and that's how you know me. And that's a super fun insight. You can use the Enneagram, actually, if you know your number, to see if your habit of attention is at play When it comes to how you see your body, and if it's helping you have a good body image, or if it's not. If it comes down to one thing, it comes down to if you hear tenderness in your mind that creates the drive to take actions that you want with and for your body, or if it's the opposite, where you hear a mean voice in your mind that drives you to take actions or not that you don't want to with and for your body. Having a healthy body image fuels you to befriend your body, allow for you, and by you I mean your mind and your heart, to pay attention to your body so that the entire system that is you works in harmony. It doesn't mean you need to change anything about your body, although that may be a side effect. I've mentioned before that it kind of plays off of one another. It's been my experience that the more I feel good in my body, meaning having a positive body image, the more I take care of my body. The more I take care of my body, the more I feel good in my body. It's like entering the most awesome cycle ever. What happens is that we've been sold that we need to change the body, make it look, feel, and move a certain way. And then and only then can we have permission to have good thoughts about our body, right? to have a good body image. I call hogwash. I'm done with that. So can we get to the good part? Yes. Yes, we can. The good part is that a good chunk of body image is mindset. You can gently explore what that is for you right now and see what's helping your relationship with your body and what isn't. There are also things that you can do to set yourself up for success in making those cognitive mindset changes for yourself. And I want to help you with both. So here's what's coming up in January 2023 until my February special, which I'll um, talk about very, very soon. So make sure you are subscribed to hear all about that. If you're listening to this podcast well past these dates, I don't know if I'm still offering them. I cannot predict the future. Just make sure to go to my website to see what is available at the moment. So in the more immediate future, I'm hosting a body image reset workshop where I walk you through my three steps. So you can start making these changes to how you see your body to your body image ASAP. Those workshops are happening January 10th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and February 9th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. These are interactive workshops where I also do some on-the-spot coaching and mentoring, only if you volunteer, of course. The webinar is also not to be missed. I'll be sharing my top tips that you can start applying right now to yourself and to your environment to help you succeed here in making changes in your body image. And you know setting you up for success, that is my jam. This is happening on January 24th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. These events are free to attend, and you'll find all of the info on my website, dominicvandle.com. And you just have to go to the Work With Me tab in case you need me to say it again, that is D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-V-A-N-D-A-L dot com. And just go to the Work With Me tab if it's not on the main site. The events are going to be full of value. Just remember to sign up. You have to sign up to get through that Zoom door and be in the room where it happens. I am full of quotes today. (laughs) You also want to attend if you've been interested in working with me and you want to see what that's like. It's a great place to have a little taster, so to speak, and I'll be offering some goodies and bonuses to the attendees, of course. You can already sign up for the January 10th Body Image Reset Workshop and keep an eye on my website and or on my socials, wherever it is that you follow me, to find out when you can register for the other two events and see all of the new stuff that's Coming up in the next few months. In the meantime, the number one thing that has made a difference for me was to change the environment and change what I'm consuming. By changing the images that your brain sees on the daily, so say on Instagram, you're showing it that other body types are not only normal, but also beautiful. Start by visually imprinting new images in your brain and for yourself that repeat this message that the supposed beauty standard is not the one you want to measure yourself against, that maybe it's time you decided what beautiful actually is, that it is right in front of you when you look in the mirror, and that others have their own beauty as well. Their beauty does not affect yours. We are all uniquely beautiful. I so hope you'll join me for the upcoming workshops and the webinars and do share these events with family and friends, anyone that you know who might want to join. Until next time, love to each and everyone. If you're new to feminine embodiment or want to know how to better tap into your body's wisdom, I've got just the resource for you. I created the, is this for me guide to help you find out exactly how your body is speaking to you and letting you know if something is equal, but yes, or not. You can grab the guide at dominicvandal.com slash links. That's D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-V-A-N-D-A-L.com slash links. L-I-N-K-X. That's right. With an S. And guess what? The guide is specifically designed to see if a program, course, or coach is for you. And let's be real, you can use this guide for everything. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with me.